Hi, this is Daniel Williams, Senior Editor at MGMA. Welcome to this week's MGMA Week in Review podcast, where we look at some of the most important stories taking place in the medical practice space. So without further ado, let's get right to it. What is happening with healthcare? This week, we look at medical groups struggle to find clinically relevant alternative payment models. A recent study found that nearly eight in 10 medical groups say that Medicare does not offer a clinically relevant advanced APM for their specialty, despite most expressing interest in one for quality measure alignment. The lack of clinically relevant APMs available is a significant barrier for medical groups, and there are flaws in the model development process compounding this problem. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation Center and private sector entities through the Physician-Focused Payment Model Technical Advisory Committee can develop APMs. Also, MGMA Government Affairs recently submitted testimony to the House Committee on Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Oversight Investigations, offering recommendations on how to improve APM development in response to the subcommittee's hearing on MACRA. The Government Affairs team continues to advocate for QPP reform in other forums as well, and our APM advocacy priorities center around a couple of key features here. First, providing support for participants through upfront investments, resources, and tools. Also, reinstating the 5% payment bonus for APM participation beyond the 2025 payment year. Designing and implementing APMs that provide sufficient supports for group practice participants and appropriate financial incentives and regulatory flexibilities. Supporting the development of new voluntary physician-led APMs that meet the needs of practices of various types, sizes, and specialties. And last, ensuring that CMS has the flexibility to adjust the qualifying APM participant payment threshold to ensure the criteria to achieve QP status is not set arbitrarily high. Your contributions are vital to MGMA's ongoing work to provide great resources, education, and advocacy for medical group leaders. If you want to be part of this effort, then sign up for MGMA STAT and make your voice heard in our weekly polls. You sign up by texting STAT to 33550 or visit mgma.com slash stat. Polls will be sent to your phone via text message. In other news, M&A transactions heat up to pre-pandemic levels, Kaufman Hall finds. In an article published on Healthcare Dive, transactions in Q2 were the most in a single quarter since the COVID-19 pandemic began, a sign that the M&A market is finally regaining some momentum. Hospital and health system mergers and acquisitions increased in the second quarter this year, 
The second quarter had 20 announced transactions, including three mega mergers where the seller or smaller party had revenues exceeding $1 billion. Those mega mergers included Frodert Health and Theta Care, Kaiser and Geisinger Health's plan to launch Ricent Health in BJC Healthcare and St. Luke's Health System. Those 20 transactions alone in Q2 are the most in a single quarter since the COVID-19 pandemic began. With $13.3 billion in total transacted revenue, Q2 of this year was down from the high of $19.2 billion observed a year ago, but still above pre-pandemic levels. Sellers continue to be larger in size with an average of $664 million in revenue. The average was down from a historic high of $852 million in 2022. One driver behind larger health systems submitting to deals is a, is a desire for synergy. Organizations are selecting partners that complement, expand, and optimize organizational capabilities, according to the report. For example, the mega merger between Frodert Health and Theta Care was not based on financial pressures, but instead on the CEO's mutual understanding that a merger would allow the companies to deliver better, further reaching healthcare by expanding into additional markets. The report also noted deals within regional markets as another emerging acquisition trend, suggesting that health systems can deliver more coordinated care by combining in adjacent geographies. For example, BJC Healthcare and St. Luke's Health System collaborated on cost-saving measures for years as members of the BJC Collaborative. And their merger could create what the report called an even stronger financial foundation. The authors of this study expect that other players will take a similar approach to mergers and acquisitions moving forward. As researchers wrote, we anticipate more portfolio optimization from large multi-market health systems as they look across the geographies in which they operate and determine where scarce resources can best be deployed. So that's going to do it for this week of MGMA's Week in Review podcast. Thank you again for being a listener to the MGMA podcast network. And just let us know. Let us know uh, what else you want to learn out there, what else you want to hear from MGMA. Thank you so much. Have a great and safe weekend. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks so much. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member. Learn more at mgma.com slash membership.